Disney Plus has all the classic movies, like Mr. Boogity, Candle Shoe. No, I don't know. Fuzzbucket! That doesn't sound right. Do not disrespect Fuzzbucket! All right, this is super important. We're all dressed as our favorite Disney Plus characters. Lisa, what are you? I'm a melting glacier that's doomed. Okay, that's plenty. Okay, I'm Bo-Peep, but I'm not using the crook. Where's the boy? I'm not gonna do it, you're not gonna make me do it. I don't care how much they paid. You put on that nose and ears or I'll take off yours. Now everybody smile. Hello and welcome to a Disney Plus Day Spectacular episode of the podcast without a cool acronym. The podcast where we normally talk about Disney television animation shows, but technically nothing that we're talking about today was actually made by Disney television animation. But through the rules of the show, I say that all of this stuff still qualifies. So there, there we go. There is a reference to something we covered on this podcast in the past in one of these. There's, there's a couple things that relate to things that we have uh, covered already but i'm joined today by tony goldmark every day is paramount plus day <laughs> micah hirsch hello and deagle greetings citizens so of course um as we're recording this it's going to come out a couple days um after i'm recording this of course because i actually try to edit this podcast somewhat because uh, you're better at it than me <laughs> Today, as this podcast is being recorded, is Disney Plus Day, uh, mm. which means that they dropped a whole bunch of stuff, and including Enchanted, <laughs> and there's there's news for a whole bunch of other stuff that's coming out. Um, so we're we're gonna get to some of the some of the interesting news that we want to go over. That's primarily pertinent to animation interest, but there's stuff from. Actually, even like um, there, there's there's a, a couple different Marvel shows that they announced, and um, I don't think we actually got any new Star Wars information for anything nope. else animated this time around. But nope, um, still a lot of cool news from. That's um, what that, that's what happens when you, when your fan yeah. base relentlessly complains about absolutely <laughs> everything you put out. After a while, they stop putting stuff out. Yeah, well, there's, there gonna... is still Star Wars stuff, but it's I think it's all stuff that we already knew was coming. So I think they right. deliberately, uh, but they slowed down the trickle. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, they slowed down the withheld trickle. information about Star Wars stuff just to troll the obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the um, oh, hang on. Um, yeah, Rose and Paige will be getting their own series just despite all of the people who complained about how uh, Rose was terrible. Mm. Yay! Make all the people who complain about because uh, Kelly, so. Kelly Marie Tran deserves everything. She's wonderful. Um, oh, and don't forget that uh, new Star Wars Visions that's all about Rey uniting all the Jedi from all of the different shorts. I'm still waiting for Star Wars WandaVisions. <laughs> um, ah! But so one of the things that they um, dropped today was a Simpsons special. Um, and when I say special, I mean, it's like a five minute short uh, in the same it's three minutes. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like three minutes plus credits, basically. But it's 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 similar to how they've done like you know the longest daycare and that sequel they did to the longest daycare that I forget what its name was. The one they put uh, in front they, of Onward. Yeah, the one they put in front of Onward. Played it with Destiny. Yeah, yeah played it with Destiny, and then they did the Force Awakens from its nap, the good, the bad, and the Loki, and now this plus anniversary. Uh, it's what, what? Oh, sorry. It's the big difference. Like I know, the longest daycare was produced for um, was produced as a short that would run in theaters with one of the Ice Age movies back when Fox was still Fox. But mm-hmm. really, ramping up those shorts is the biggest notable thing that Disney's been doing with the Simpsons post merger. Uh, it and 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 basically all of them. Uh, except for the first two, but but the last three have all just been these reference-heavy, you got Simpsons in my blank, you got blank all over my Simpsons things. You know, Star Wars, Marvel, and now just Disney in general. Yeah, so. and th- that's why with this one, I was kind of hoping when they announced the premise, I'm like, okay, this is a really fun opportunity for them to do some really great deep cuts, and I'm a little disappointed that they didn't really go that route. Not but there's really. a few exceptions to that. Um, they they have a few them. deep cut characters like in the background. Yeah. Just as freeze frame gags. And even then, they're not super deep cuts. Like you don't you don't see the fucking robot from the black hole or anything in this. That would be or, weird. You know, <laughs> no Tron. Not that I'm bitter. No Tron no, stuff. No, Tron. no nothing, you know, nothing. You know, put put and the characters. You know, no put the first new groove stuff. <laughs> You want to really be cool, put like the characters from Unidentified Flying Oddball in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but instead, this was just kind of it it was just house of mouse all over. Yeah, again. basically. House of Mouse or the or the Disney or the Oh My Disney segment in Ralph Breaks the Internet, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, kind of, it kind of felt like a smaller version of that. Because of course the whole the whole setup is that it's this party that's taking place at most tavern and everyone is invited include including kid uh, like including characters who are canonically kids even though this is at a bar because yeah mm-hmm. bouncers what's that because it's a cartoon well they do yeah. have bouncers Ma- maui and wreck it ralph are both bouncers at this thing yes uh, maui yeah. and ralph are bouncers and that and that's about as good as the jokes get it's yeah just, you know these characters are appropriate in this particular setting i mean i mean i don't know if we're if we really want to get into this yet but like my biggest problem with this short and with the last two shorts honestly is that there's no satirical bite to it like we've come to expect from the simpsons or at least from classic simpsons it's really tame shit you know it's like the the best it gets is like oh elsa is filling a bucket with ice and then a sorcerer's apprentice broom adds bottles of duff beer to it even though doesn't mo have duff on tap why would why would they need bottles of duff beer doesn't I, I, because well, it's a party I but they're guess, all drinking from mugs later so like yeah, the continuity in the simpsons has always been so tight yeah, you know you'd figure you'd figure the slam dunk gag would be elsa icing up the mugs for beer so they don't have to sure. use ice yeah. yeah sure that i mean i mean that would be better but but it's just it's the Simpsons reduced to doing a commercial for Disney in general and Disney plus in particular, they can't get away with just saying Disney's an evil corporation anymore. 
Like the, like the worst they can say is, <laughs> oh, Disney, this is going to cost money. Disney wants your money. Well, no shit. You know, that's, yeah. it's about as, that's about as far as they can take it nowadays. Disney which needs is, more money, Damien. Yeah, which is just kind of sad, you know? Uh, permission to use a clip from The Simpsons to illustrate my thoughts on this one? Permission yes. granted. And you can use the clip from the episode or whatever, but uh, I'm thinking of Radioactive Man. My eyes, the goggles do nothing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, because good night, I did not like this one one bit. Yeah, it, I I tried to be, um, I, I tried to have an open mind about it, but yeah, it, it, so much of it was just lazy. Like, you know, Muppets Haunted Mansion was a good example of how to do this kind of thing right, of how to yeah, really approach it with love and admiration for the thing you're doing. Here, this and the Marvel and Star Wars things just, just felt like they were made out of such obligation. Mm. You know, it's just Disney execs saying, hey, do a Marvel thing, do a Disney Plus thing. And The Simpsons were like, all right. And these tired writers who also, by the way, have to produce like, you know, 20, 30 episodes of a full tv show a year you know they now they got this on top of it and, and they're just like all right let's do this joke this joke and this joke there we're done you know it's like you know dangling keys in front of a baby like hey here's a yep. thing you recognize I that's mean, actually for- kind of funny because i have a little miniature ant-man funko pop on my keys <laughs> very cool <laughs> yeah i mean um and here's what's and here's what's well not the worst thing about it but what makes it extra frustrating is that you'd think that by making Disney happy like this they'd be able to have access to some actual Disney voice actors yeah. right but nope they, they they didn't even get Bill Farmer to voice Goofy in this or That's Tony what's so interesting about this why I have is a Bill theory. Farmer not playing Goofy here I have mm. a theory um, yeah Based on things I have heard from people who've worked for Disney, is the whole company's a giant legal mess, basically trying to get. Uh, for example, they couldn't do well, they a thing for. They Disney got World. Tom. They got Tom Hiddleston to do Loki yeah, in the Loki I short. I mean, I, I mean, it's just. I mean, Goofy yeah. and Donald don't do anything. Maybe they were too protective of their main the three or something protective of what goofy mm. and donald don't do anything that's ungoofy or undonald i know short. it's like they, they don't violate their own brand management at all they do they do more extreme things in the paul rudish mickey yeah, shorts maybe they didn't even try to like reach out to bill farmer or something i don't know well, I mean, the Farmer word... is literally doing voice work for amphibia as well as anything yeah. goofy related I, I mean, it just seems like if you're gonna water down your satire to appease your corporate masters, at least get the real voices behind it. Yeah. You know, that's supposed to be the trade-off, and instead, this is the worst of both worlds. But you know what? I can forgive under protest. I can forgive Hank Azaria as Goofy because at least he actually voiced Goofy back when The Simpsons was doing actual Disney satire. There was yeah. an episode, mm-hmm. you know, at the Pound where. Uh, I'm I, I'm not a dog. I can talk. I'm I'm talking that sure right beats now. That's working for Disney. That, that <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like back when they were able to actually make fun of Disney. Um, yeah. they, you know, at least Hank did the voice there. Fine, but for fuck's sake, at least spring for Tony Anselmo to do an authentic Donald voice. Like 
I could yeah. do a better Donald voice than the voice they got. It's like, yeah. bah, 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 bah. that's about as good. And, and if they need Donald to actually say anything legible, he doesn't sound anything like Donald. Yeah, they it was Don weird. He, they should have gone Don Cheadle. Yeah, they should have. Although go. it was kind of weird. His, his voice to me sounded like, like one of the family guy people did his voice. Yeah, he sounded like Donald to me. Kind of. Yeah, Family Guy. I've I never really watched Family Guy. I don't watch it currently. But are they still doing all the um, all the Disney satire they used to do? Because I know they used I to think? do that quite a lot too. Uh but my guess would be no. <laughs> I know I I know they did a Disney gag in a recent episode, mostly centering around the fact that they were now owned by Disney and couldn't couldn't do like an R rated joke, so they had to settle for like a PG rated joke that used Disney name. I, I forget what the joke was exactly, but yeah. it was something like, it was a commentary on, isn't it fucking crazy that Family Guy is now a Disney show technically, <laughs> but, but that's about yeah. it. I, I think that's about as far as they can go. With um, that. It just sounds I, like a desperate cry for help at that point. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> have mixed feelings on this, but uh, another thing I found that was really disappointing was, uh, I mean, technically, he doesn't voice him anymore, but he did. Dan Castellaneta was the voice when they did, couldn't get Robin Williams for Genie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, hmm. so, and so, so, yeah, putting the Genie in this would have been a pretty cool, you know, and getting Dan to voice him would have been a pretty cool, you know, um, in-joke reference, especially now that, you know, Robin Williams is no longer with us. But, yeah. but Tress they, McNeil. Oh, they didn't even bother with that. Yeah. Tress McNeil voices Maleficent in this, and there's an actual Disney villain that Tress McNeil actually voices <laughs> that they did yep. put in this. <laughs> she voices the Queen of Hearts. Um, yeah, maybe there was a very specific, like, barrier there of you can't, you know, we have to go through a whole other legal red tape that we don't have time for or something in order to get that. So you just got to impersonate him as best you can. Yeah, Which honestly doesn't make a lick of sense to me since they're all owned by the same company anyway. Yeah, and but, you know, corporate bureaucracy. Companies within companies. It's all under a tape. It's like, oh, well, you can't it's do... why original characters from the Muppet Babies may never actually end up becoming real Muppets. Well, yeah, so that's it, a shame. It reminds me of what, um, what Swampy was saying about how they had to pay the music right. licensing division to use the, their music that they had written for the show in the video games yeah it's it's completely ridiculous it's I a mean, bunch of weird nonsense that doesn't make any sense if it's like if you're gonna do this go all out don't don't half-ass it and if anyone's the perfect vehicle to go all out it's it's the simpsons it's the simpsons absolutely yeah we should just replace them all with muppet shorts instead <laughs> I yes fine with oh yeah that. i mean uh, i because they uh, could I, pull it off i think oh yeah I want to point out the three deepest deep cuts I could find as far as background characters were Cobra Bubbles yeah. from Lilo and Stitch. Yes. The original 30s Ferdinand the Bull, not the John Cena one. Yes. And and of all things, the kid from Bow. Yeah. The, yeah. the Pixar short Bow. It's like that's that's a super deep cut, right? Well, there. so um, the Tyler list. had to, of course, send me a picture of the guest list. Mm-hmm. Um, which has Jeff Goldblum, Dopey, Ant-Man, Darth Sidious, Pinocchio, Aaron Bird, Jabba the Hutt, Tramp Plus One, who we see Lady in the Tramp later on, yeah. um, King George III, Bluey, Luca, mm-hmm. Sideshow Bob, 
Loki, Thanos, Lightning McQueen needs parking pass, and Princess plus Frog. <laughs> right. And Bluey, I'm I'm a little impressed by because that is a deep cut. That's that probably really the deepest deep cut. cut on there. Bluey is, for those who don't know, an Australian show for preschoolers. It, basically, it's, it's adorable. I have no idea how many people in the states have even heard of Bluey, but I have because part of my job includes keeping a master list of everything on Disney Plus. So we covered Bluey on an episode of this podcast. Oh, cool, cool. And then um, I, I, I inspired um, Tyler from Channel KRT to go watch a whole bunch of it, and he's huh. he he's been raving about it because it's it's a very good show. That's the thing yeah. is it's way better than it has any need to be that's cool and it can get like frighteningly deep at times too (laughs) yeah just because i have to keep that running list there is so much stuff on disney plus that i'm aware of the existence of just because i've seen it in menus and shit but i've never actually watched it Mm. Uh, partly because i'm saving it for if the randomizer on my show ever ever picks it i I want to be as fresh as possible i mean i mean but but I mean the best joke in Plusiversary is the fact that Homer has Flanders credit card. <laughs> that came closest to actually getting a laugh out of me. That's pretty sad when that's your. Best I don't joke. know what the other pe- other people's opinions on this were, and I know we haven't covered it yet. But I think it says something when, in my opinion, uh, the Olaf shorts have bet- more biting satire of Disney than the Simpsons one. They though. really did. The Olaf shorts were really fun. And that's not great. I mean, I mean, the Olaf shorts, I didn't think the Olaf shorts were great, but it was, yeah, more biting satire than the Simpsons one. Like Olaf, Olaf shorts, actually, Olaf actually made fun of some of the storytelling choices in those movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I honestly have to wonder if all of that was just, okay, Josh, you're going to go in the booth and just <laughs> do this. Just, just riff on the movie and go. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it, it, it's so basically like, the same thing. Each of them is basically the same thing as that scene in Frozen 2 where he's recapping right. the whole story of the first movie. Yeah, but in fact, if you movies. watch, if, if you press the play all function on Disney Plus, which I know, did. The, yeah, the first thing you uh, the first thing you see is that scene from Frozen 2, just to set up the premise, basically. And so um, full time Frozen 2 was actually a backdoor pilot. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, that scene in Frozen 2 where he's just recapping the first movie is the best scene in Frozen 2, which is yes. pretty fucking sad. Like I, I did not care for Frozen 2 at all. Um, Although an honorable mention must be made for the sheer 80s um, movie um, music video madness that was Lost in the Woods. I liked it as a song. I, I felt like it stopped the movie dead and didn't, yeah. and didn't really have a good enough reason to be there. <laughs> I feel like correct. in a different... In a, in a but I liked it movie, as a song. Yeah, they hmm. could have pulled that that kind of thing off there, but it just tonally did not really fit with this universe. I mean, we opinion. could I I could talk all day about why Frozen Two didn't work for me, but um, but, but this is not a podcast about Frozen Two, so maybe someday I'll cover it on my show. Who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe someday we will, or well, you will. I, it's possible I could be on that episode. Who knows? It's yeah, just well, the luck we'll, of the we'll randomizer. See. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Um, so the other thing, of course, I wanted to talk about um, was the uh, the short from Pixar that came out today, which was Ch- uh, Ciao Alberto. And now, um, Tony, you had said you hadn't seen Luca before. I still, 
I still have so, not, and I did. I didn't have time to watch it today. Uh, I would have if I did, but um, but yeah, still haven't gotten around to Luca. Uh, so so I have some questions about stuff that happened in Luca, but. <laughs> I, but, I think you know, it'll make a lot more sense when you actually go back and watch the movie. Yeah, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Yeah, yeah. but oh. but actually, I, I have a few more thoughts on Olaf. If we could get to those first. Okay. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, let I, I uh, let's see what. Okay, the scene where he's depicting Maui transforming, mm. and at one point, because in Moana, when Maui does all those transformations in rapid succession. At one point, he transforms into Sven from Frozen. It's a reference to Frozen. And at this moment, they they fucking... They, it just straight up cuts to Sven at that moment. <laughs> That's right. So it, so it is a reference inside of a reference, and I am so tired. <laughs> like, I... I really hope kids are amused by shit like that because I am I am getting so way too old for this shit. It's too meta. <laughs> we need to go deeper. But yeah, but yeah, like, like we said, there is actually some satire there. Like you know, when he's when he's when he's playing Mufasa and saying, <laughs> "I am the kind and benevolent benevolent ruler over all my subjects," and also I eat some of them. <laughs> It's like that that was something that never quite sat right to me about it's, about it's Lion kind King. of like so, some of those kind of feel like um beats from a from a kid-friendly version of those pitch meeting scripts pitch yeah. me or the, the or, pitch meeting video or I, I i hate that my brain still goes to this but bum reviews the the videos doug <laughs> mm. walker used to do yeah recap <laughs> movies as the as chester a bum because that was yeah. that was hilarious <laughs> but anyway huh. um like, now he also refers to Rapunzel as a close personal friend of his. Is that supposed to be a reference to the whole tangled frozen crossover theory? Um, well, I think it's a reference to the Easter egg that spawned that theory. Right, yeah. right. As long as they don't try to crowbar Tarzan and the Little Mermaid into it, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's been both confirmed as a joke and then later debunked. <laughs> Thank you. My my one last question about the Olaf shorts. Where the hell did Olaf get the red liquid to make him his snow red? Did he grab a random person from whatever audience he's performing this for and drain their blood? Yes. <laughs> Olaf is a snow lich now. Um I also like the one where he said um where he was like how the Sultan and he has all this power. Yes, yes. <laughs> if only your father had the power to undo the laws he himself arbitrarily created. Oh, my ride's here. Sorry. Got a <laughs> sirens going past. The joys it's, of living in the inner city. It's See, not Ariel, me. Ariel, your mother was a hoarder or something. Yeah. <laughs> Ariel, you're a garbage collector just like you're your mother. You're a garbage collector just like your mother. <laughs> I wrote that one down specifically. <laughs> And of so, course, eat some of them, as we mentioned so, earlier. So anyway, uh, so, so those are my notes on Olaf. So we can move on to Ciao Alberto. Ciao Alberto. Woo. So yes, this this sort of functions as a um, short but sweet little um, epilogue to um, Luca, uh, where Alberto is living with um, Julia's dad, Massimo. 
the uh, one-armed fisherman. Who is just the best ever. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, I'll mention this after when we get to the end part of the short. And basically, um, the whole thing kind of starts with um, Alberto writing a letter to um, Luca, who of course is at school with Julia, um, about how he loves living in Puerto Rosso. And he loves working for Massimo. And then, and then um, it, it kind of just cuts to, you know, uh, um, the, the, the one frustration Alberto has, which is that Massimo doesn't really talk to him a whole lot. Right. Unless he's like, you know, breaking a rule or something. Now, like I said, I haven't seen Luca. Does, the, does Luca begin with Massimo already having only one arm? or yeah, does he was he lose... born that way. He was born oh, he that was way. born that Okay, okay. Yes. He did well, not lose good. an arm to a sea monster or something like that. Well, that's good, because otherwise I would have just had he loses an arm in the movie spoiled for me. So. Yeah. Uh, he's actually a really, really accurate Darth Vader cosplayer. Mm. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so I, again, I haven't seen Luca, so I, I don't know whether or not it's fucked up that this sea creature catches fish for a living. It's never really addressed one way or another. They're like sheep, farm animals, basically. So that yeah. we, we catch farm and eat farm animals. I, so. I guess, I guess if they're raising fish like, like sheep, then. I mean, fish do eat other fish to be fair. Yeah. So. So yeah, uh, I, I, I guess it's fair game. So the line in the movie when Luca and Alberto were out on the boat with um, with Massimo, they're like, well, we're over a haunted fish graveyard right now. The, no, we don't think it's haunted. The fish think it's haunted. And Massimo's <laughs> just like, how the hell do you know that? Because this is, of course, when they're still trying to keep up the ruse that they're they're just human kids and not um, fish people. Uh, it's like, no, all the fish will be right over there. So... They seem to not have an issue with it. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of similar to a lot of other world building in other Disney and Pixar movies, where if you think about it a little too hard, then it kind of starts to crumble apart. But I mean, yeah, it's that... still better than like the Cars universe. <laughs> Which I will still defend. Oh yeah, it's just one of those where you think about it and it starts to fall apart. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. A thing where you think about it and it starts to fall apart, I would have no idea of what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes sometimes it's fun to just watch it crumbling down yeah. as it's falling apart. You know, that's that you, you know, sometimes you wanna but but sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't matter if it falls apart because such a such a great movie anyway. Um yeah, like mm. you know, um this does make me want to watch Luca. I mean, I already did because it's Pixar, but this this makes me want to even more. And um, and and this short is easily the best thing, uh, the the best of the three things we watched for this episode because or none just because it's just trying to be its own thing and not get its lifeblood out of other Disney products, right? Yeah. And, and, you know that which. Because that only works if you if you're gonna have clever commentary on them, which Olaf does at times. Simpsons not really. So, um, so, so so yeah, this 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 was a good short. Uh, it in which Alberto basically just accidentally ruins this guy's life for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he 
he he he he acts he he knocks over his fish supply his big bucket of fish that he was presumably gonna sell uh knocks it over into the ocean so they're just they're just dead all over again i guess and um and then and then accidentally burns his boat i mean this kid is a this kid's a bad luck charm i i got the you know, I, I I did start to get the feeling that he was doing it intentionally. Like it's <laughs> it, it maybe only <laughs> subliminally, but regardless. No, I think I think the, the the thing is he 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 still has this idea in his head that he knows everything and he really doesn't. <laughs> How did he make the sauce explode? Oh, um, he just plopped the can. He, he just plopped the can into the pot as it was cooking. Oh. So the can kablooey oh yeah. gotcha gotcha and credit where credit is due to the animation style even though it was just a random can of um tomato sauce and like mm-hmm. a can it's not made fresh or anything when it splatted over um ah, crud, his name alberto massimo? Massimo? Yeah. massimo thank you when it splattered all over massimo it still looked more amazingly delicious so- than i could ever hope to cook yeah, oh, oh my yeah. goodness. The way that they animate the food in the movie, and we talked about this on the episode where we talked about Luca, the food looks so incredibly good. This morning, I was actually uh, started getting into um, Inside Job, so when when the sauce exploded on, on him, it just made me think of Inside Job. <laughs> <laughs> Massimo, Massimo, man. Um, <laughs> I, um, I, the cat's name is Machiavelli. Yeah. Of course he is. And this has that. a sweet, uh, a sweet ending, which I like. I'm glad it, that Pixar has moved past the having the time short just be seven minutes of a character being tortured, and that's it. <laughs> well, Hi, this was kind of that. It, it was kind of. Massimo it doesn't being... end with a character being tortured. Sure, 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 sure. Um, now, is Massimo literally Alberto's dad, or was that just a Freudian slip? That was a slip because um, okay. it's it's implied basically that. Well, because at the at, towards the beginning when Luca meets Alberto, um, Alberto kind of mentions that his dad just lets him do whatever he wants. Uh, it's later found out that yeah, I know his dad left him like a while ago, um, to be on just on his own completely. And so, uh, of course. Uh, Massimo is essentially taking him in. Mm. Um, while of course, um, Luca and Julia are at school in uh, Genova. Today we're learning Italian Italian geography, kids. Yay! Italian for Italians. Porto Rosso is supposed to be in northern Italy, around where Enrico Casarosa. Um, and I think it may be out. named after a Studio Ghibli. It was a Studio Ghibli reference. Yeah. Mm. Which, which makes sense because that's why the food looks so amazing. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, so of course, um, today was Disney Plus Day, which means that we got a bunch of news. I'm going to go back. Which I did not take notes on, so I'm just going to be winging this I'm going to go back to the thread I did. and kind of just pull some, uh, some things that were highlights. But the other thing that happened today was that, and I didn't get to go see this yet because I was an idiot and forgot to bring a change of shirt. Um, but PhilharMagic reopened at the Magic Kingdom and it has oh. the Coco scene now. Oh, cool. And they didn't have to remove anything. Yay. Yay. And they, Yay. they removed the old, uh, the old film projectors and replace them with digital. So that's also good. <laughs> which, which it's uh, it's kind of funny because that's also the reason why Mystery Lodge at Knott's Berry Farm is probably never reopening. 
Mm. From what I've heard is because um, their film projector broke. Ah. And, and, it, and it's hard to get a film projector these days. Yeah, it, it would be cost prohibitive to switch the whole thing to digital. So um, the rumor as of right now, and I know this is completely off topic, but the rumor as of right now mm. is that it is being considered that they will replace the Mystery Lodge area with the station, lift hill, and transfer track for a, um, a, a B&M Giga Coaster, which would be really cool. Mm. That's like over 300 feet. Yeah, right? one of those 300 foot tall monstrosities and it would go like out towards the parking lot and back. Mm. Yikes. Actually, uh, those might not bother me anymore, but I, I haven't been on a coaster that tall, but I have been on a hyper coaster now. Yeah, so if you've been on a hyper coaster, you can handle a Giga. Uh, I went on Apollo's Chariot over yeah. there. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I Williamsburg. I'm probably too fat for it. I, yeah, I haven't I even know. The, the still been on Montezuma better yet. than most. It's a simple, uh, a simple app bar, right? Yeah, it is a simple. Although um, the Cedar Fair ones do have seat belts, but the Bush Gardens ones don't. Um, they, yeah, for whatever uh, reason, Cedar Fair decided, oh well, these these are these seats feel kind of open, so we want to have a seat belt in addition. It's like that's kind of lame. They're very heavily relying on gravity and centrifugal force to keep you restrained. <laughs> Well, the but even thing... then, I'd still want a seatbelt. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying the whole that's thing why it's those, mostly just a lap bar. The whole thing mm. with those kind of hyper coasters is that um, they, they have, like, really good air time. So those moments when you're, when you're floating about in your seat. Okay, um, we should probably talk about Disney Plus stuff now. <laughs> yeah, let me yeah. go back to the thread. Um, Unless, of course, Disney buys knots along with the state of California, yeah. the United States of America, North America, etc. You don't already own all that? Not very far. Yeah, give it Japan. time. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess technically this counts, and I could cover it if I wanted to, but I'm not going to. Um, is the, the new Ice Age... Um, is this a series right. or a movie? What even is it? I don't know. I think it's, it's a special. Special, I think. Yeah. Hmm. So we're getting an Ice Age special. You know how Muppets was fifty-five minutes like long. It's like that, but not good. <laughs> well, it, I mean, I mean, it's Ice Age, so it wouldn't be good anyway. But yeah. what, but yeah. what adds insult to injury here is that it's you know obviously, um you know they they fucking gutted blue sky right mm -hmm. but they're but they're they're still good enough to use their characters apparently just not to employ the same animators to produce Ooh. the new content they're yeah i, I don't i don't think dirty. it's i don't think it's produced at walt disney animation studios in burbank but it, it but definitely not at blue sky because blue sky just doesn't exist yeah. anymore right yeah you know you, you know, know it's, it's still like, Still sour grapes over how Nimona got bellied up after oh, yeah. being halfway finished. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. What are you gonna do? Um, so summer 2022 is uh, Baymax, uh, which is I a series. It's animated just like the movie, movie, so it's CGI. Um, seems to be ignoring the other Big Hero Six series that existed, which I'm really like, scared we about because. About I'm really scared about that because the Big Hero 6 show does look good. I just haven't really had the time to check it out because I've been keeping up with Amphibia and other shows. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like as soon as I'm done with Amphibia, I will 
watch the Big Hero Six show in its fullest, and I really hope that Baymax is like just kind of uh, at the same time or something like that yeah. kind of show to it. I mean, you hope it doesn't directly uh, negate anything established, and instead it just doesn't mention it, basically. Which yeah. is yeah, pretty much yeah. Which, when you get down to it, is just the healthiest way to do continuity in any in uh, any project. You just just go, and this was happening at the same time. It's just its own thing. Yeah. Well, I think the other thing that's worth noting is that the Big Hero Six series that they ran on was that XD or Disney Channel that it actually ran on? Yes, I think I XD. I think XD. Uh, I think that was where they originally started doing like the chibi shorts that ended up becoming the the chibi tiny tales that they're still doing a lot of and and that was by the like the um Buzz Lightyear Star Command and Kim Possible people right the Big Hero Six series didn't they work yeah on that? yeah that was yeah, um, Bob, like that. that was Bob Shuley and uh, so they're just uh, they're just, Disney's just Martin like Burkle? nope we, mm. nope. To bought into their shows, in, ter- in terms of well, like they of- give them the green light to do a spinoff for a successful movie, and then they're like, okay, but no, because the 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 people that did the original want to do something else now. So sorry, yeah. yours isn't canon anymore. It makes and me that's, sad. That's a real scared. shame because there's no reason to do that. And hey, it's I a just- good thing that hasn't happened with Marvel yet. Yeah, well, big let me live six- in denial. Well, Big Hero Six technically is Marvel, so also Marvel. You can Marvel. You, Marvel created basically a solution to any like alternate or cut. Co- the multiverse exists, so. right? And <laughs> there you go. I just find it crazy that Scott Adsit has his own Disney show now, because because <laughs> Scott Adsit is the voice of Baymax, and you know I know him from him being on Mister Show and Thirty Rock and from Second City, and and he. He like co-wrote and co-directed, uh, co-wrote and directed a bunch of episodes of Moral Oral for Adult Swim yeah. like 15 years ago, and now and now he's Baymax. So yeah. I mean, at least he's happens. Paid, so um, yeah, well, that we sounds all just work for Disney eventually. That sounds just as weird as a trauma director working for Disney. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think I have to get into details about why uh, Baymax kind of worries me. <laughs> Looks yeah, cute. I hope it's more of a Doug days. I hope it's, than, I hope it's uh, good. Yeah, hmm. I don't think the I don't think it will be bad. Right. <laughs> That's not. Um, there is the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie, which we already knew about, but they're doing the, uh, they're doing Roderick Rules next year as well, and uh, this is animated as opposed to live action, which you know it's funny because uh, normally. It, it would be you know something animated being given a live action remake here we're actually getting an animated version of something that had a live action adaptation it's really weird cgi so it's, so it's <laughs> like Dis- it's disney's version of the smurfs movies where because that went from live action animation as well yeah but, i mean but then the animated yeah. version the animated version didn't do well there if, so if, i don't yeah, know what the original for. it went from an animated to a live action to an animated again. yeah well, exactly think, the the cool thing about the 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 Wimpy Kid um the new Wimpy Kid movies is that it has all the like it has the animation style that's like the the books similar mm-hmm. to what um, Peanuts. Peanuts movie and Captain Underpants did so yeah. oh yeah I'm hoping I, uh, my my biggest thing is just yeah, I mean, watching I the like trailers this. the animation looks kind of weird it does motion. look weird I'm mm. not sure if that's just it may not be finished 
Yeah, it may not I be finished. Know. So I'll, I'll wait that does happen sometimes. They'll, reveal, they'll release trailers with unfinished animation in it. Because like it looks really good in the stills, but then in the in yeah. the, the animation, I do like it looks the um, strange, when. So. Even though I still want 2D animation to come back, I do like when the CGI movies uh, translate the 2D drawings really well. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it looks really good. I think, that, and I think that's why it's a shame that Blue Sky got shut down because we're not going to get another Peanuts movie like that. Peanuts. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Um. So this is possibly relevant. Um. The the Rescue Rangers. Yes. Come back. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. Like, is this going to be? you want to know what it's about? What is this going to be? Is it live action or It's or live action and or? animation. I think it might have 2D animation, but also CGI. From my understanding, it's about the Rescue Rangers in a world where 2D cartoons uh, are kind of passe and now CGI is what's hot. And some cartoons are like getting makeovers to become CGI or something. And they're saving their friend from being pirated or something. That's my understanding of the plot. Is that the This plot? sounds... This sounds dangerously close to Space Jam 2. <laughs> I know like it aren't hmm. the Lonely Island guys behind it. Yeah. Though? So so there's some hope there. It has an interesting premise in my opinion of the CGI uh, tunes like what if a Roger Rabbit type world CGI was taking over and the tunes Yeah, it like, feels oops. like it should be the premise of a Roger Rabbit sequel. That was mm-hmm. my idea for a Roger like, Rabbit sequel. <laughs> like Maybe the this and... is one of those scripts that's been kicking around in development hell forever. Who knows? Like, like yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, uh, that, that show never really got meta. No. So, so I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, if it works, it works. I guess we'll see. I wonder if this I trust is the like, people involved. I wonder if this premise. is like a banana split situation where they're like, well, we don't really know how to do a straightforward reboot of this. Yeah, they're um, gonna. So we'll apply uh, it to this other script that we have lying around, and Chip and Dale are gonna start murdering people. It's gonna be well. No, that's not what Banana Splits in that sense. Like, it's just that they had this script lying around. They're like, okay, we'll we'll tweak this and make it so that it fits with this property because well, Banana it, Splits, of course, was supposed to be a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. I mean, yeah. if they wanted to do a Roger Rabbit idea but not have to go through Spielberg in order to do it, shouldn't this have been a Bonkers reboot? <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, but but I guess no one likes bonkers. Anymore. Yeah, that's my yeah, guess. Yeah, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Who cares? Unless, of course, your name is Kyle Carrozza. I've of had course. I've had many a lengthy Twitter um, conversation with him about uh, about bonkers. bonkers show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually like bonkers too. I don't. I kind of don't know why it gets so much hate, but I don't think yeah. I've seen it. I don't think I've seen oh, any yeah. of it. <laughs> but it's on I can. Plus, so. I can kind of see why it gets hate, but at the same time, I was just as giddy as you guys when he cameoed in the season three episode of DuckTales with Darkwing Duck. Yes, so they're acknowledging him at least in some form. So that's neat. Hmm. (laughs) So I have to bring this up, not because it's it's related to the subject of my podcast, but because it's, it's related to the subject of the first podcast I was ever on. The live action remake of Pinocchio. Undoubt <laughs> most likely will have a horrifying mocap Pinocchio in it. Gordon oh, Because it's, it's it's Robert Zemeckis, so though I will say this uh, about Zemeckis. it, and it's the same thing I said about the Lady and the Tramp remake. At least they're putting it on Disney Plus where I can easily ignore it and not in theaters where I can't escape it. Well that's <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, is this the one where Tom Hanks plays Geppetto? I, yeah, I think. So. Okay. 
Yeah, better than I'll go back to your house, Tom Hanks. Well, it'll probably, it, I mean, I don't want to jinx it. It might be better than like Geppetto, though. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Okay, I mean, doing it, anything that's like even, even half as good as the original animated movie is like, is like better than anything anyone else has been able to do so far. So, yeah. Um, I mean, give Geppetto a little credit. It wasn't trying to erode the, the hard work and soul and artistic vision yeah. of an entire generation of animation. Yeah. I have opinions. It is. Uh, it just sucked for different reasons. It is going to be one Marwin ass Pinocchio. Yay. <laughs> oh, uh, another Although thing. Although, since, oh, since Tom Hanks is in it, would it be uh, Sanding Mr. Banks? Sure, oh, I why think not? Robert <laughs> just must have really liked uh, working with him on Polar Express. <laughs> Maybe. So, oh, who again, wouldn't though? Express. With um, the content of my podcast, but I just think that it's really funny that in this massive thread that Disney Plus did, um, they have two different Will Smith National Geographic shows, <laughs> and they <laughs> tagged <laughs> the wrong guy. <laughs> they tagged a different the Will Smith, they, and he's they like, tagged the baseball hey, player. Um, they tagged um, <laughs> some podcast guy. Some, some guy who was the podcast. Yeah. Nice. And when I was looking at the Twitter, I was like, that profile picture, which it's it's a drawing, but yeah, it's does like, not look not like Will Smith. <laughs> and the best part, this massive thread before they put it out. And the best part was that I think the guy who cool. runs that Will Smith account actually quote tweeted the he entire did. thing and said i will never forget this because this was just pretty much my afternoon just watching everything roll out with my yeah. name on it oh that gave me a good chuckle <laughs> uh, let's see there's the there, there's the hey this is an updated take on cinderella that i've seen 500 times um I, I, mm. I, this had the announcement of this has made me decide i'm going to attempt one day to make the weirdest adaptation of Cinderella ever I mean there, there's all these different ones where it's like oh you know it's a modern version so it's her sneaker okay yeah fine no but this is like a version where like the the evil stepsisters are eldritch abominations or something and uh, so it's just hocus pocus but oops modern Cinderella in it oops modern Cinderella it exists outside it takes place outside of time um proud family we've got the new proud family, yeah, proud family which is out. which is technically uh qualified does qualify for your podcast oh it absolutely does yeah yeah i yeah. still need to get around to watching the show i remember watching weird. most of the it's movie very weird <laughs> the i remember watching too, so. most of the movie while so i was helping my movie, sister move kind of get an idea of how weird the show is. yeah the movie had like 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 peanut, peanut. people People made genetically engineered from peanuts. And their leader is a mad scientist named after the guy who invented peanut butter. Yeah. Bless you, proud family people. <laughs> and he has this fun song. Mm. Hail to the peanut king, which. <laughs> okay. I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> just the title. That's uh, that's just all the joke you need. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, proud family, louder and prouder. I think the animation looks really great. The expressions yeah, look, are just as wild as the original show. I, I love how the fun. animation style is different, but it's still the same. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like good. it's like really crisp, like a yeah, high it's definition. Much cleaner and more polished. It's obviously done, you know, digitally, like with a bigger budget, mm. probably. Pro 
probably on like um if i had to guess i mean i don't know i'm not an animation expert but it's probably on like toon boom or something like that it's on a disney plus budget so is it meant to take place just like uh, like sh- uh, just after the original series I, think, I noticed i think the idea is that it's kind of on a floating timeline where we ignore the massive so like the time Simpsons. jump you would have to do gotcha okay. so the penny is still like i think she's supposed to be around like college age now all right all right so it's a sequel but it's not like a real time it's uh, a sequel it's, but it's like of, it's kind of, of our time it's sort of like how um how at this point homer has been like multiple different generations yeah just yeah. because they've had to keep Into the time the current if Homer skips another generation, can we call him a Time Lord? Uh, sure, why not? I'm pretty sure he already is, so there we go. <laughs> a Toaster Lord. Toaster Lord, yes, there we go. I that's mean, it would... the, That's the root. He, 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 he fixed that toaster and messed with time. Yeah, of, that, there you go. Out of the canon of the series, and somehow that affected the canon of the series. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the obvious the obvious title would be Donut Lord, but apparently uh, he's hanging around with some blue hedgehog or something. I don't know. Uh, um, so there's going to be new um, Carter shorts. I'm pretty sure they're just shorts. I think it's a series um, of some kind. And Owen sure. Wilson is coming back to play Lightning McQueen. So. so Owen Wilson will have two Disney Plus original series with him in it, at least. <laughs> Yay. The future, who knows what the future holds. But yeah, just oh, kind of yeah, glad but... they're giving Craig Ferguson's voice a good rest. <laughs> but then they'll uh, but then they'll replace him with John Goodman, so mm. and completely rewrite his character. He won't look like me. Never mind. Uh Car- Cardam of the Sun. They're gonna... yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna replace yeah. <laughs> um so the one of these that I'm really excited for that just when I saw it, I'm like, okay, this this sounds like it has the potential to be something really cool um, is Win or Lose from Pixar. That's not coming out till fall of 2023, but mm. it follows a co-ed softball team the week of their championship game. And each episode, um, each episode actually centers on a different person related to the team. And it's all going to be different stylized animation based on, like, whatever's going on. So, like, you've got the kid that's, you know, melting under the pressure, literally melting at um, at the, the, the plate when they're up there to pit, uh, not to pitch, to, to bat. Um, you've got the, the younger brother that got dragged along that, that's bored out of their mind and has to, like, um, you know, use their imagination to make up whatever's going on um there's gonna be an episode following the coach and it, it sounds really really cool i'm excited so, to see how this turns yeah. out is this like a semi-anthology basically yeah so it's it, each episode centers around a different um character on the team and it's all it's, or it's all in the same continuity yeah it's the same week it's uh, it's all following the events of the same week so it's a, a quasi anthology but in the same universe yeah <laughs> Yeah, it sounds really cool. I'm really excited for it. The the concept art they released for it looks really cool. So, oh yeah, kind of like uh, partly cloudy, but put through a filter of Luca. Yeah, exactly. Partly Kluka. I don't. I hope that's the <laughs> word. <laughs> it is now. Google Translate is on it. <laughs> 
Yeah, so. Although if we want to go to the subjects, uh, uh, back to the subjects of scripts that were in development hell for quite some time, uh, Disenchanted was confirmed for next year. Yes, Yay! I'm excited yes. about that. And Enchanted, the original Enchanted was finally put on Disney Plus. Yeah, long last. I, gu- I, I guess been... if, that's an, if, if that has partial, like that, that still has some animation in it. It does on Disney Plus. It can, I guess, get squeaked by counting for this podcast but i don't know just have a uh just pat a shuriken on it like a a, a pat bleh. i could talk really just uh plop an asterisk on it like a shuriken to the eye socket just disney yeah. asterisk i'm excited <laughs> about that but of course uh i'm cautiously optimistic because you know sequels you never know <laughs> yeah but, but I, I, I guess I i'm just fascinated by this one since i've been tracking its yeah, um development since 2010 I've since been i could really since like 2008 <laughs> mm. i think they've been there's yeah. been talks about it since then i mean mm-hmm. i remember Damn seeing it. enchanted in theaters when it came out and i loved it it was <laughs> i i was I, I was like this is this is blowing my mind here. This is fantastic. So yeah. I'm really excited to see this. Um, I don't think I saw that one that year. I think the big one for me was Pirates 3 because of, well, the cliffhanger from Pirates 2. The, tra- <laughs> yeah. the trailers for Enchanted made me think I wasn't going to like it, but then I did. Hmm. Um, so there's the Zootopia Plus show, which did they, could they really not have come up with a better title for it? But see, it's a it's, it's a wink to Disney Plus. No, I don't know. <laughs> if the title isn't like just Bart Simpson just swiping the Disney Plus from the Disney Plus bumper at the beginning and just smashing it onto the Zootopia uh, a vanity plate or something like that, I'll just like, come on, guys. <laughs> uh, what would the Zootopia versions of The Simpsons be? The Chimps? No, because mm-hmm. they don't have prime. Um, no primates. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, just the Simpsons pets, I guess. And... I'm glad that they're like they're specifically doing this series about other characters that aren't cops. It seems. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bit awkward these days. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember thinking like a sequel to Zootopia in the form of a TV show would be great because you could do like an animated version of a procedural show. But then the last couple of years happened. Now they'd have to do a sequel where they they uh, basically the whole all the events of the past movie will like be turned on their head and they'll just quit. But they but but knowing Disney, they're going to make a sequel where uh, where. Judy and Nick uh, have to part ways and uh, can only communicate through long distance or something because that's what Disney does with all their sequels now. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Although it would be a really, really bold and daring move if they actually did a Zootopia sequel that addressed the idea of police corruption. They're not going to like. Do that. Sure, yeah. They wouldn't, I, but it would, it would be, be so cool if they did. Yeah um tiana very Yay. very excited for tiana and that does not have a, t- a already existing tv series to worry about <laughs> so that i'm very excited for yeah but, oh the gorgeous concept, concept art, art. Oh. i believe that's gonna be a walt disney animation studios first 
full-fledged series. Yeah, and it's going to be, it looks like, obviously, 2D animation, so... I mean, I don't see how you could do a straight, like, obviously they could do it in Wreck-It Ralph, because Wreck-It Ralph's already CGI, but I don't think people would like a continuation of Princess and the Frog that's CGI. I think people would be weirded out by that. So I don't I mean, know. they kind of they kind of tried that with Roger Rabbit, didn't they? Yeah, they tried. Uh, they did try. Yeah, but that was in like the nineties, two thousand. And any guest well, appearances hey. on Sophia the First, notwithstanding. Mm-hmm. But Sophia the First is its own thing. It's not like this is the next chapter of the Princess right. and the Frog story. Right. Um, but yeah, so stoked for that one. Yeah, that's going to be great. So um, one thing that was announced today that I did not see coming was uh, in 2023, we are getting a new X-Men series titled X-Men 97 that picks mm-hmm. up where the classic X-Men series left off. Do you think they're going to bring that back? Oh, I think oh, they better. will. <laughs> Because, I mean, Wolverine and the X-Men had, a like, a really cool orchestral version of that as the background riff for the opening um, but, instrumental. Um, so I didn't I didn't really grow up with the X-Men cartoon, but this this thing still fascinates me because it's, like, just, like, they're ripping. From, judging from the still image I saw, it looks like they're just straight up doing the same animation style. They're like, okay, we're just bringing it back. We're doing more. Yeah, and they're just adding 97 on so you know that it's set within that. So let's see, how many years does that make it before we can get a Milo uh, season three? Uh, the, the year 2100. That's hooray. But at least that means the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes revival might happen. There you go. Milo um, a bunch Murphy. of other Marvel shows, but for our purposes, um, more what if, because obviously... Yeah. Where is where is the Sakar Iron Man they episode? Set up, they set up in the in the season finale that there was going to be more, so of course they're going to be more. What if? Yeah. Um. There's um Spider Man Freshman Year, which is an animated series. Which looks like it's going to be like ripped straight out of the comics and the art style, basically. Which is kind of funny since it's about Peter's freshman year at the Midtown uh, Techie whoop de doo school that he goes to in the MCU. I cannot wait to see that because I can't wait to see more of their morning announcements. And so this, yes. is, so this is set within the MCU. So this is like the first standalone Spider-Man project that's just Marvel and not Sony, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, because yeah, Sony doesn't have the um, Sony doesn't have the TV rights. Only yeah. Disney still does. So that's really uh, going to be really neat. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there's also um, I Am Groot, which is an animated series. We we don't have enough animated mm-hmm. Guardian series at this point. We, we don't have no <laughs> animated Groot. Not even there's, remotely. There's not like five of them already. No. <laughs> Eh, two and a half, but who's counting? Two and a half. Um, Does that include rock, the Rocket and Groot shorts in that two and a half? Uh, the half is actually That's... their guest spot on Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, they're also doing uh, Marvel Zombies, which presumably is picking up from where What If left off. God, I Possibly. Hope so. That was depressing. <laughs> it was depressing. Although, 
Although I'm thinking that it might go for a slightly more straightforward adaptation of the comic. Yeah, Sometimes. Yeah. Could be, yeah. Well, as long as there's hope. There wasn't hope. The end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was basically the zombies episode. Yeah, that episode was a, was a little on the nose about, you know, Hope Van Dyne and, you know, as long as we have hope. Yeah. <laughs> You're our only hope. Wrong, wrong, wrong acquired property. And I think <laughs> that is everything. I think that's all the talk about. So we're just talking about the anime stuff mostly. Yeah. Obviously, the oh, yeah. stuff that got announced, like uh, she uh, there, there's going to be an Agatha Harkness series, which yeah. is yes, please. Yes, but Very where's cool. the Agatha Vile series? Yeah. Yeah, we need our crab experiment series. If you make me in charge of Disney Plus, I will make a Doctor Vile. Give it. You know they. You know they pitched it to her, and she just had so many. She she was like PL Travers on steroids. She ah. just had so many demands of how they they needed to get her great grandfather's story just right, and ultimately negotiations broke down because they just couldn't they, they just couldn't reach a creative agreement. So what you're saying, she was a little crabby to work with. I could say that, and yet I won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for our Disney Plus Day Spectacular, Disney which Plus. is shorter than some regular episodes of this podcast. But I mean, the short we what well, we were covering a bunch of shorts, and then and news. then just kind of going over news bullet points. So, oh, yeah, well, I didn't. I'm, I didn't. I'm excited I... to see the the stuff that's coming to Disney Plus. I think there's a lot of cool stuff that's going to be coming out. And I'm mm -hmm. sorry I didn't have a lot to say about the new stuff. It's just I I don't generally have much to say about that kind of stuff because what can you say besides yeah that might be good. I guess we'll we'll, we'll see. see. We'll wait and see. I hope so. <laughs> plus plus if you get a little too deep into that, then you start to um, go through leaks, and we don't want a Spider Man No Way Home on this podcast. So. Uh, no, yeah. we certainly don't. We don't. We don't. We don't want or to. you start creating elaborate fan theories for TV shows that haven't even come out yet. Fingers <laughs> crossed for a Deadpool cameo. Oh, <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Well, Deadpool cameo in anything would be great. Deadpool would make anything. Sure, sure. Deadpool, they, that's what they should do. They should do, um, they can't, the, a Deadpool version of Olaf Presents. <laughs> oh, that would be Imagine amazing. That and they put it no. on like Hulu or something because they can't. Okay, so here's what you Olaf, do. Olaf should just recreate all the R-rated Fox movies that Disney owns now, like <laughs> Fight Club and o Olaf doing Freddy Got Fingered, you know? <laughs> I mean, he's already dyed himself red. He, 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 he's ready to freaking go for it. I mean, so, he, he, he was Certainly in, back he to how did Olaf no, himself one red. Um, I don't know. I've got Hellraiser on the brain lately. Maybe it was the Cenobites. Who knows? What about Hellraiser, the movie? Oh, yeah, because um, they've been doing the kill counts for that. Um, I mean, he's just... made out of snow, so all you got to do is add the right liquid to change his color. But right. I mean, <laughs> but also, how'd he turn blue? Like, what liquid is well, blue? Well, let's be glad he didn't have to play a character that was yellow. Did he, did he douse himself mm. in laundry detergent or what? I don't know. My money is on 7-Eleven slushy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I'm reminded of the the joke from the the Bill and Ted Halloween show where they had Elsa addicted to snow cones. Yeah. Huh. Although I'm actually reminded of the Amy Meberson um, Pocket Princess comics that she does for fun, where it was like a beach episode and Olaf got tan by drinking a bunch of iced coffee. 
<laughs> I love her work. It's just just really cute uh, vignettes of like, what if the princesses all live together? Yeah, and it predates, um, you know, right? <laughs> yeah, she got a lot of comments on it. Just like, no, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't there to write all of the princess bits for Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yes, I'm still excited to see it. <laughs> I met her at uh, the last D23. She's cool. Yeah. And I right. am... Um, so if we don't have anything else to say, it is plug time. Pluggy plug, plug, plug. Plug. That'll be fun. <laughs> Pluggly dub. Uh, should I go first? Uh, sure. Go for it. Sure. I have a podcast, Escape from Vault Disney, where we review... Movies, TV shows, and short films available on Disney Plus, chosen completely at random. Uh, th this is going to drop like this Monday, I'm guessing. Yeah, or... Monday. I'm, I'm going to try to have it edited by Sunday night so that I can just drop cool. it on Monday during the day. All right. Well, then my most recent episode, as of, as of the date this drops, was on the 1998 remake of The Parent Trap, starring Lindsay Lohan. This week, Ooh, the show is going to be... This this week the show is off. Uh, just we're just gonna have a mini sode and a live tweet, but we will be back with a proper episode next week on November twenty fourth with Kyle Carosa, the aforementioned Kyle Carosa's guest choice episode, where we will cover all three Roger Rabbit shorts. Woohoo! That's gonna be a 90s. fun one. I'm excited for that. Tummy Trouble, Roller Coaster Rabbit, and Trail Mix Up. By the way. Roller Coaster Rabbit, for some reason, is only available as a special feature on Disney Plus of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. The other two are their own separate titles. I don't know why they singled out Roller Coaster Rabbit, but we're covering all three of those shorts next week. Do not miss it. You can also follow me on Twitter at Tony Goldmark. Watch my old YouTube videos at YouTube.com slash Tony Goldmark. And join my Facebook group, Some Jerk with a Fan Club. All right. Thank you, Tony. Uh, Micah. Okay. <laughs> I also have a podcast. It's called The Emperor's New Podcast, where I cover the entirety of the Emperor's New Groove franchise and sometimes even interview people. Um, as of when this episode drops, and technically today, because I mean, not it's not dropped. The episode I'm talking about isn't dropping today, but uh, I recorded it today. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I just did an interview with um, JP Manu, the voice of Cusco in pretty much uh everything from the past that wasn't the two movies very cool very exciting mm -hmm. i also have a youtube channel called fire blast studios which is almost almost entirely animated content and somehow has over three hours of content apparently um i a lot of it's really short um uh, you can check that out i have a series on there called podcast united where i animate uh clips from various podcasts, including sometimes this one and sometimes Tony's. Uh, I'm usually Tony's. <laughs> and uh, I'm at Micah Hirsch on Twitter and I have a Fireblast Studios Patreon if you want to send me money and stuff. If you like my stuff and want to support me, you know, it's up to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's about, that's all I have to say. Odds are you know me from my delightful Twitter page where I spend my time alternating between yelling at the latest live action Disney remake or just at movies in general at dgill2295. 
If you also check my description, there is also a link to my entire playlist of my occasional gaming series, D Gaming, which is a clip show that shows off all my coolest plays in Overwatch. Uh, be sure to stick around, especially around the holidays, because I got something really special cooking up. And of course, you can always find my YouTube channel at, um, it's spelled dgilvids, D-G-I-L-V-I-D-S. And I hope to see you again sometime soon. Right. Thank you, and I have my outro for you. can follow me on Twitter at Starport97 and at the YouTube channel Starport97. I've got a handful of episodes of my flagship show, Theme Park Backlot, on there, and I'm still planning on doing the Disney Springs video, but that's still a ways off. If you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe. I'm on all the usual places, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and I'm now available on iHeartRadio and Audible. Leave us a review, give us five stars, and share us with your friends. I do have a quick announcement to make about the uh, the future for the next couple months of this show. Um, after next week's episode, which I'll tease in just a moment, I'm putting the show on a hiatus until the beginning of next year. And the reason for that is so that I can finally focus on finishing the Road Trip Vlog series because it's come to my attention that... I can really only work on one thing at a time, especially with the limited time off that I have. And if I don't stop doing the podcast temporarily, the Road Trip series is just never going to get finished. So I'm going to take a break from doing this every week, but I will be back for a Christmas special. Um, and I also will cover the next five episodes of The Ghost of Molly McGee whenever those come out. But other than that, there's not going to be an episode of the show every week. I'm going to take a little bit of a break so that I can focus on other things. But I will be back at the beginning of next year. So be sure to join us next time when we cover The Ghost in Molly McGee Season 1B. Right here on the podcast without a cool acronym. You're going to watch all the original shows. The Mandalorian. That Jeff Goldblum thing. Uh, the Candle Shoes. What is Candle? Shut the fuck up and just download the app! Okay. Watch it on your phone or TV or other devices.